0: Welcome to Mariners Church Gospel Every Day Podcast. Over the next few weeks, the team at Mariners is prayerfully planning for our next season of ministry as we close out our fiscal year, June 30th. If you want to be a part of the vision God has given Mariners to inspire people to follow Jesus and fearlessly change the world, you can head to MarinersChurch.org give. Give through our Mariners app or click the link in the show notes to set up your one-time or recurring gift. Your support of the ministry at Mariners equips us to reach our world with the hope of Jesus and serve those around us in His name. Thanks for your generosity and God bless you. Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariners Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I'm Aaron Kerr, your host for today. Today we're looking at Proverbs 29 verse 5. It says this, Those who flatter their neighbors are spreading nets for their feet. A few months ago I was at a staff retreat and the purpose was to have some fun time together in the midst of a lot of hard work. And there was a game of questions where we had to stand up if the question asked was relevant to you. So one of the questions asked was, In 2020, stand up if you bought a selfie light i among many others stood much the enjoyment of the rest of the staff what's a selfie light well prior to 2020 i had no idea there was such a thing but with everyone hopping online to have meetings over zoom due to quarantine and social distancing it became the norm And after a few meetings online, it was very clear that lighting is important. And very quickly, you could tell the difference between people who used good lighting and those that did not. So it's not that lighting was everything. It doesn't change who we are, but it can give us a better appearance. So selfie light, hop online, you could purchase one. You could put it on your uh, computer. You could go ahead and be depicted in a much more favorable light as a result of a selfie light. So it can give us a better appearance than without it. But when you're off camera and you actually see people again in normal life, it can be a little surprising. What you see through a screen with selfie lighting, maybe even some of the touch-ups that come with it, may not always be an accurate representation of our true self. We all have these beautiful imperfections. It's just part of who we are. At best, lighting, like using a selfie light, can remove distractions and it provides clarity. At worse, such lighting can depict us in a way that doesn't reflect what we truly look like. In a similar way, when we talk about the word flattery here, the Hebrew word that's translated into flattery in English is defined as smooth or slippery in speech. And it's often associated with the foolish or the wicked versus the honesty of truth. See, the problem with words that are inflated or flattering is it's destructive. It's destructive not to see yourself as you really are. This is the essence of foolishness. This is foolish in a couple different ways. First of all, it's foolish for the person being flattered without seeing ourselves in a realistic light, we can be unaware of where we need to grow. We can become arrogant. We can become unaware of maybe a problem we need to address. We can think of ourselves more highly than we ought to. Can you think of a time when someone made a decision more out of flattery than reality? They had an inflated view of their abilities, their influence, or their prospects, and it hurt them? You know, to use history as an example, in World War II there was a lot of pressure early on in the war for the Allies to relieve pressure on the Eastern Front as Russia was taking the brunt of a German advance. American generals had confidently recommended to President Roosevelt a strategy that involved landing in France to push back the German occupation there and open up a second front. But Winston Churchill, the British Prime Minister, having been at war with Germany longer, knew better. The American troops were not ready. That was the only way they would lose the war, is if they were defeated by a premature landing in France. Now they may have been confident, but they were inexperienced in war. And so he recommended landing in North Africa and fighting German forces there for the allies to get better at fighting before the costly landing that would eventually happen 18 months later on D-Day. Roosevelt agreed and overruled his generals. See, having an inflated view of ourselves in light of reality can have terrible consequences. Now, as hard as it is to speak truth at times, especially when we're afraid of the cost to our reputation, uh, a relationship, we can know that this is the wisest way to use our words. If not, as the proverb states, this sets a net for the one who listens to it because flattery hides itself like a trap. The net springs its trap, leaving the victim helpless due to words that do not describe reality. Elsewhere in Proverbs 28 verse 23, it says, one who rebukes a person will later find more favor than one who flatters with his tongue. In other words, it's better to be honest even in the moment because that honesty is actually like kindness for that person to listen to at some point and realize it and come back and say thank you. So not only is it foolish for the person being flattered, it's also foolish for the person doing the flattery. As the Kellers write, flattery is a word that means to compliment someone, not to simply praise something good for its own sake or to build a person up in love, but in order to gain some advantage for yourself. You know, in a culture that aspires to climb the corporate ladder or make a name for yourself, and literally that pays by the amount of likes and followers we have, it's no wonder that flattery is a constant temptation for us, even within the church. As a Christian, we're never to use flattery to get business out of investors or customers or even in sharing our faith with somebody. As a Christian within the church, we're never to use flattery to avoid having truthful conversations and love. The way God resources us with his word is to build one another up through truth and love, not flattery followed by gossip. This is foolish because God sees our impure motives and opposes those who flatter. In Hebrews 4.13, it says, No creature is hidden from him, but all things are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. We're all accountable with the words that we say and the actions that we do. Psalm 12, verse 3 says, May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaks boastfully. So, to live as a wise person is to avoid flattery and ignore flattery. When we want something, instead of using flattery with somebody, God invites us to go to Him. He's the Creator, He's our Savior, He's our good Heavenly Father. He gives us good gifts as we learn to trust Him. I mean, He gave us His only Son, Jesus. So we should trust Him to provide us in other ways when we're tempted to use flattery for selfish gains. So let me ask you this, as Keller writes, is there any part of your life, family life, business or others in which you engage in flattery to get things for yourself? For me, I hate to admit it, but I feel like I resort to flattery at times out of fear. I'm afraid of not being liked, I'm afraid of not getting something I want or being accepted. and so. I might be tempted to use some flattery and some words that don't necessarily describe reality. And I think part of the reason is I I, I falter because I don't think God has my best interest in mind. In that moment, I, I might think of, you know, I've got to take control here. And so instead of running to him in prayer or trusting in who I am because of what God says about me, I default to flattery to see what benefits I might gain from it. Now, thankfully, I can repent of that. And Jesus promises to forgive me and purify my heart again out of 1 John 1.9 says this. And he can for you as well, which is so wonderful. So how about you? Now, we all need affirmation and words that build us up. That's not what this is about. It's about creating a picture of reality that isn't true for wrong motives. So is there someone you tend to flatter more than others? What are you hoping to get that God can't offer you in a better way or in his timing? Is there times that you're more open to flattery because you're feeling insecure? Are you finding your worth in that perception that somebody has of you, that getting that promotion, or maybe that uh, viewpoint from a person that you long to impress? What could it look like to be freed from flattery this week? How might your prayer life grow and dependence on God's love change your desire to flatter? Let's pray together. Lord, I admit to you, that there are times when I engage in flattery as ways to manage difficult people or to maintain important relationships. I'm sobered at how you hate this kind of untruthful speech. I repent for it. And I ask that you would give me the courage to change. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share.